0: Hey folks, just want to let you know that this uh, episode is going to be a compilation of a few random conversations that we've had that got cut from other podcasts. I uh, hope you enjoy a little bit of banter from the Couch Critics. Bye. Uh, Well, I have an idea. If you guys are comfortable with it, I'll just jump in and start rambling and then you guys can jump on and then we can get into the episode. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Nice. Okay. Welcome to Couch Critics Canada. This is part two of our Seth Rogen episode. I am one of your hosts, Tim. This week, I am joined by my co-hosts. Damn! (laughs) Shit beeping on the other notification. yeah microsoft
2: Microsoft. (laughs) oh Oh, man
1: everything wants to have a fucking notification
0: now it's it's ridiculous i'm getting notifications from netflix when i want to turn notifications off for everything oh it's piss off man but why does it ask now i don't i don't know i'm old i don't get it Uh, i'm
2: about to leave another group chat guys (laughs) oh man uh does this
0: pertain to the last conversation about group chats we had or
2: yeah like and there's just it, it, anthony has another group chat and the only difference it, between this and the sports one is it has less people but it has greta and to be honest like i don't greta doesn't participate in the group chat anyway, so why am i in it? <laughs> it it's got like 10 messages over like the span of a year I am just (laughs) like, like, oh, this is like the third chat I've seen this in. So.
0: (laughs) Which one is it? Is it the NA30 Network of Dreamers chat?
2: It's it's a similar one, but on Instagram. You're not even on it. If if I type in like. And you're not even on it. If I want to send Anthony uh, a meme, I type
1: in like not after. And it's like (laughs) group after group after group after group (laughs) after group. Yeah. (laughs) It's credits like, where wow, credits it's like, it's Trying <laughs> to keep us all Featuring. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, the NA thirty one's the only one that I'm a part of right now, and I'm uh, I've already got it muted, and I may have to leave it just because it is one of the sweatiest uh, group chats I've ever been a part of. It's just meme after meme of like, girls like, dick. look at this pussy, guys,
2: <laughs> look at this hecky pussy. Yeah. I'm gonna pound that shit, boys.
0: I love titties, but, like, my girl asked me where I'm taking her for Valentine's Day. Apparently, from behind was not the correct answer. Like, that shit was hilarious (laughs) when I was 15.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's un-Catholic. I like to keep my shame just bottled up and repressed and away from others. Hide it.
2: That is is the Catholic way. I can appreciate that. I, I can very much appreciate that.
1: I just shared a story on Instagram with you guys. I tagged you in it. But as soon as I hit, uh, you know, put up to or, you know, uh, I launched it or whatever. I was like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't have gone with Moby Porcelain. Great song. But I was like, ah, I should have been more of like a club beat or something like that. Nah. Like right here, right now by uh, Fat Fat Fatboy Slim would have been like much more to the, the color (laughs)
2: <laughs> that being said you picked a good uh fucking really good song hey, and it is a great, great album. Song. one of my favorite albums of all time i only know that song <laughs> no shot you don't from that album you mean or just that i, that I can think of
1: that i can think of i really need to get back into my uh late 90s early 2000s um you know chill club beat music yeah. I uh, I know I know Moby actually Moby is related like, hence his name uh he's related to um Herman Melville the author of Moby Dick. Hmm. Uh super random. That's pretty cool. I know. Super random. That That's where it gets the name stupid. from. Do you ever listen to lo-fi? Chalupa? Not really. Super random. We're talking about Moby. L- listen to
2: lo-fi. I uh, know not really. I love it. Uh so I'm like there's some good around. lo-fi. There's some good lo-fi. Some of it some of it's like want to blow my fucking ears off the side of my head uh or just like shoot a gun next to my head so i'm permanently deaf from it like that's something that's how we recommend you uh what you do before you listen to our podcast (laughs) it helps but some of it some lo-fi is really good uh but a tribe called quest man i'm uh i'm impressed i would not have i would not have thought that you would have put that on Dude, to be um, honest
1: I, I would say Tribe is probably my all time favorite For rap, hip hop
2: Oh man all I, that. Yeah, Like more it, so than Woo More so than
1: uh,
2: Yeah Like any of them <laughs> Outcast, I, all those it's, guys. it's always between For me for like that kind of era And I mean Pete Rock was a little bit before But it's always like Pete Rock Versus A Tribe Called Quest And that kind of like smooth uh, Like easygoing lighter hip-hop yeah uh like grown man sport by pete rock is maybe my favorite uh hip-hop show of all time Mm. or hip-hop song when i say show um but yeah man a tribe called quest is just
1: oh i i think like driving through the mountains listening to tribe like uh I, yeah. I could just crank that up roll out of the window and then just slow down like driving 50 and just having mm-hmm. all the semis just like <laughs> you're all the way you're not going to go to Ottawa uh, no. <laughs> 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 sorry uh, sorry um, oh no, no like they, they, they're they super chill um, I would say that they're, they're kind of rap hip hop version of Caius, um, uh, uh, which would be uh, a stoner rock or uh, groove metal band that's mm. how you classify them and yeah I just, I just i just love putting music on and not having to really like overthink or like have to skip a song too many times and kaya's tribe called quest war on drugs those are all bands i can just put on and just let kind of just flow through like a, a number of di- different albums they have mm-hmm. that's for me what i'm driving
2: well and there's just like outside of you know outside of the mainstream hits. Which are all, like, I don't, I can't think of a single Tribe Called Quest hit that I'm like, uh, it's not very good. Like, Check the Rhyme, Great, uh, Ward 2 uh Electric Relaxation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great Um, one. I I remember hearing that song from something else way back. It must have been a movie or something.
2: uh But it just, like,
1: had that, had that, um... The sample just uh, going back and forth, back and forth. Benita Applebaum, um, I could definitely Applebaum. skip that from from time to time. It's a great track when I'm in the mood, but like if I'm just trying to just, like not having to have something too too repetitive, it's like ah, it's just...
2: Can I kick it though? Oof. Oh man, yes he can. Yeah, and, and... <laughs> once again, some of the best samples, right? Are, are you talking uh... about once again, or are you talking about once again the best, some of the best samples? The song once again. Uh, no, I'm just saying overall, like mm-hmm. uh, talking about them, some of the best fucking samples that totally you have, yeah. totally. Tim Tim's left out here. Tim's like Tribe Called Quest. Hey <laughs> hey, hey
1: uh, So for connector, uh, <clears throat> oh well, first of all, Buster Rhymes in uh, <laughs> here we, <laughs> a, a scenario. Great, mm-hmm. uh, fucking so so good. Such a great rapper. Um, very much. Very much similar to, uh, oh God, why am I forgetting, Blanket on his name, uh, ODB, pardon me, Older devastator yeah. um, ODB. Uh, but to bring it all together, uh, MIA has a great sample from what I didn't know was The Clash for her uh, Paper Planes song, and Paper Planes features in pineapple express
2: <laughs> ah, Seth Rogen part two,
1: baby i wish um, i would have gotten into
0: music at a younger age but now i just feel like i i we didn't i feel have that access, brian is so like just had a radio so like i had uh rita reba mcneil reba mcintyre fucking uh yeah rita
1: mcneil or reba mcintyre one of the two
0: yeah both of them that would have been like the only two cassettes in the fucking house that and (laughs) so it's like uh yeah you're not really born into loving music at that point so it was like Mm. by high school limewire comes around and people start listening to these bigger variations on music and you learn that there's good shit out there and it was already too late for me but this i
1: feel feel that brian's up here in like the stratosphere like he's uh He's, he's like the real te- telekinesis people in *Planet of the Apes* that like uses their mind and their the higher being, and then I'm kind of like the uh, you know I'm 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 the ape <laughs> for music, and then you know Tim you're kind of like uh you're kind of the human
0: subhuman mutant. There. I get it, Charlton yeah. Heston. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, no, I, I feel you, and I and I
1: feel that I feel that 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 kind of group rotates as we t- talk about certain things. Except Brian, Brian just knows everything about
2: everything. I, I, it's also partly my job. I have to be relatable. <laughs> and and some fails. say
0: he sold his soul to the <laughs> devil. It cost him he his hair, but a, he upon gained crossroads. knowledge on many inane things.
2: <laughs> he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul
1: no so that, to my brother tim and uh, i'm like tenacious team my friend. <laughs> okay
0: all right so <laughs> this is couch critics canada canada fuck god damn it this
1: canada, is let's go <laughs> thank
0: god i have editing control canadian this
2: couch is... critics canada this... wait fuck fuck shit <laughs> this is chesterfields stuff movies, couch critics canada sofas. uh
0: i am one of Davenport. your hosts tim as always i am joined by my trusty co-hosts chalupa say hi to the folks Hey! And Brian. Hello. We've had a, a great banter. Um, I I feel strongly that I I, I kind of need to get this off my chest. Maybe it'll go nowhere. Maybe I can get some help, but I was looking for...
2: Oh, God, he's taking off his shirt. Some,
0: for an intervention.
2: Oh, oh, he's waxing his chest. Um,
0: I... I'm a nerd. I, I I think that I uh, kind of take that role on this show. As the group of friends is like, I I, I like the weirder stuff, the sci-fi, the uh, the dark humor, and w- as much as uh, everybody appreciates and supports my oddity and liking the inane. I uh I heard a description of Warhammer 40K uh, recently, and it described it as if Military science fiction or Dungeons and Dragons was written by the WWF. And now I am enthralled by the idea of it. I started listening to a lore podcast on Warhammer 40 K and, uh, yeah, I'm coming man. to my new friends to please help me. I, do I, do I take the dip or is this an intervention and you can help me from like, this go,
2: is an intervention, Tim, Tim, listen, Tonight, Danielle and I watched the first hour and twenty-four minutes of King Richard. Mm-hmm. It is w- way more valuable to your time than Warhammer Forty K podcasts and going down a very specific rabbit hole. All right, Heresy. you want to you want to actually play Warhammer, paint your figurines, all that? Absolutely, man. Buy a three D printer. For it wait until you move to alberta <laughs> you're going to have a but, lot of shit to pack up yeah i need
1: two u-hauls
2: <laughs> but uh going down the down the realm of of a podcast with something that specific is uh we're going to have to schedule the intervention okay
0: <laughs> thank
2: you Thank you, my the friends. Pokemon podcast that you're about to get into, I, I support That's that. Exciting. That's <laughs> exciting. If
0: this simulator works out well, I'm going to start running a uh, Pokemon uh, tabletop game with you guys. Like, we'll do an actual play podcast. I'll run you that through some fun. kind of dark shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got some buddies that would love to be a part of this. Oh.
2: All I know is that uh, y'all better be prepared for my Alakazam. He coming in hot.
0: Cubone, son. <laughs> That is the darkest Gank. story in all of Pokemon. I love
2: it. Yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks when I, I, you know, my Alakazam takes Cubone and just beats him over the head with his own bone.
0: That skull that he wears is his mother's. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: Alakazam's gonna be Alakazam's gonna be eating head cheese out of Cubone's skull. <laughs> oh fuck, son. <laughs> Mm. did yeah, i hear you whisper Gengar Gengar you're kind of of fuck. Mm. i just want my champ so i can get all kinds of sexual favors done <laughs> <laughs> with four arms can you believe it they're all going in one hole though
0: so i feel like i have some resolution on that uh good friends don't let friends play warhammer um yeah, <laughs> I, I Not when like, they
2: already got a bunch of other stuff that's going on. If they're like probably. looking to pick up something new, by all means, go for it.
1: Or Warhammer. That's going yeah. to be cheaper. <laughs>
0: I, I think if I if I run a podcast now, we're going to have uh, two channels and uh, read comic books and r- listen to podcasts on ad nauseum. Have a bunch of Star Wars shit. I really would like to leave some vestige of ever finding a woman and uh starting to paint minis is probably that like the last bastion of like Uncle Tim, the unconfirmed bachelor.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I think Tim's just asexual. He's never he doesn't seem to really yes. have it have it in for women and he's just happy to paint his figurines.
0: <laughs> I got on his phone, he's never even been to Pornhub.
2: Is <laughs> <with this guy>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually know someone that, like, he uses the semen as an adhesive. <laughs> 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 oh, god! I actually think I it's never been confirmed because he doesn't like talking about it. But I know someone that I've never seen in a relationship for the like 20 years I've known him. Is and he very he's happy. Shown, like zero desire and he's a very happy person good for like, him i yeah i think he's uh i think it just goes to show you how shitty relationships are right? <laughs> have you
1: asked him if he's gay yet and like giving him all the the lines from <laughs> from 40 uh, year old virgin you know how yeah, to which... know you're gay <laughs>
2: <laughs> um real quick i linked a song in the chat to you guys you were saying you, uh, you were talking about Busta Rhymes, Aaron. This is a recent Busta Rhymes song, came out during the pandemic when it no first in twenty twenty, uh, and it's one of my favorite Busta Rhymes songs that I've ever Sick. heard. Sick, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. It's got a feature from mm, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, like real, real lyricist hip hop heads will tell you Kendrick Lamar is a top five rapper, and I absolutely agree with that. But Kendrick Lamar, if you don't like hip hop, is very hard to take in because it's literally just bars. It's not like catchy hooks and stuff like that. Um, But this song is different. It's got a great feature from Kendrick uh, and the it's got a great sample. Uh, The beat is good. It's not quite lo-fi, but it does give me that kind of like late, like early 90s, very early 90s vibe with the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, the song's called "Look Over Your Shoulder." Check it I've out. Been, I've been dabbling uh, with a little bit of people under the stairs, and have been have been appreciating a lot of their music. Ah, um, do you? What? What? How do you feel about "Run the Jewels"? Uh hit and miss. Hit and miss. Run the Jewels. Fair enough. Very fair hit enough. and miss. Uh, there's certain. It's also like, uh like Schoolboy Q. Hit and miss for hmm. me. Um. Even like going back, like Jedi mind tricks, hit and miss. Uh, there's just Run the Jewels. To me, is kind of the way I'd equate Run the Jewels is if I'm at a music festival and he's part of the lineup, I'm gonna be hyped that he's part of the lineup. But they, would I go to see him at a concert that he was headlining? Absolutely not. Right. They, yeah. Bay is a good point. Um. Yeah, Jedi mind tricks, same kind of thing. I don't know if you ever, if you ever oh, fucked with gone. Jedi mind tricks, back in the day. They like pure, yeah, lyrics, pure <sighs> lyrics. No, no, I just
1: know a little bit about them. I haven't really dabbled in a lot much. Like, I like to get in more. I check out more common as well. I hear it's quite good.
2: Oh, uh, common. Uh, like back in the day, common. Common. Yeah. Was Always great. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the album. You can't like new stuff. God, gross. <laughs> you can't like new releases. No, stuff. the album's B. I thought it was Go, but the album's B. Back from like 2005. It was one of the first. So I used to go to HMV. Yeah. i'd Get my paycheck. I go to HMV. You get your pay paycheck, paycheck from I just Blockbuster. Picked, I picked <laughs> two random CDs that I had never that from an artist that I hadn't heard about. One in the rock, one in the rap section. Wow and I remember one of them was B by Comet. and uh, it completely like changed I it was just nuts a uh, produced by Kanye West the album and Kanye West regardless of what you think of him as a person fucking crazy uh, or, <laughs> or <laughs> him as a rapper debatable what you think uh, as a producer he's one of the greatest of all time. yeah we've had this conversation with Anthony before. Yeah, on a
0: uh, podcast if you listen to seth rogan's uh yearbook audiobook he has a uh a whole bunch of interactions with kanye over the years and apparently they're <laughs> fucking amazing there's one whole story <laughs> where him and his wife get trapped in a van with kanye for two hours well he just like kind of raps at them and like <laughs> put, puts together like Incoherent lyrics and like non-existent beats, and it was like it's a personal concert. It was the most amazing, terrifying two-hour ordeal of my life.
1: <laughs> like, is is the incoherent rapping better than Drake after the Raptors won the championship? Oh my god! Because he was really, he was really reaching. I remember watching that live, and he was he was really reaching for some like <laughs> rapping lyrics, and I'm like, oh man, your Ghostwriters aren't here; they can't help you. <laughs>
0: Get back to Degrassi, wheels. Um, Oh, man. So, Uh, yeah, if you guys are talking about old, old rap, you're probably really excited for what's going to happen at the Super Bowl then, right?
2: Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait for all the young people to be like, who are these
1: guys? (laughs) Oh, when,
2: when, ah, fuck. Who was it?
1: Was it it, it Missy Elliott when she showed up for uh, Katy Perry? And they're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, these children think I'm, <laughs> I'm new or something. <laughs> it's like Katy, Katy Perry giving this older woman a shot. <laughs> really? Come on, guys. Um, Speaking uh, of one aging. One of the sports be... radio. Pardon me, Tim?
0: Oh, I was just going to jump into the Seth Rogen thing, but if you got something, I didn't mean to step on you, buddy.
1: I was just going to quickly say it's one of the um, – so there's an Edmonton TSN station, uh, it's TSN 1260. And the morning show from 6 until 10 is um, uh, these two guys. And they love putting, like, things on just for a laugh. So they have – it's not Missy Elliott this year for the Super Bowl with all the guys. Who is it? I have no idea. um, She's got the Family Affair song. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Thank you. Uh, So they play that almost every morning except for Tuesday, which is Creed Tuesday. And then Wednesday is Weird Al Wednesday. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's Dance Party oh, okay. Friday so they, they have some great uh great great little lines and like opening tracks and the funny thing is that they're like oh yeah, I haven't married J. Blige is like the, we're the reason why she's going to be in the Super Bowl is because we've been playing her every morning and <laughs> it's always family affair <laughs> <laughs> let oh, it percolate yeah
2: anyway it's going to be very interesting though I'm curious how it all goes because uh, the halftime show probably 10, 15 minutes, probably 15. Uh, and to be honest, it's going to be really condensed. Though, yeah. Yeah. Even though the weekend was very good mm. uh, from a vocal standpoint, it was unique. It was also just like some horrible choices and in, like instant memes from the Super Bowl halftime show last year. Oh, well,
1: it's going to be instant um, memes. Like it, I think instant memes are, are a thing now for the halftime show. Everyone's going to get out there with fire. Yeah. Quickly uh, release. is left
0: shark too so, old can and they we bring know because there's
1: sorry mm-hmm. was that tim
0: is left shark too old or can they bring him back
2: oh my god bring <laughs> him back
1: bring him back with ll cool j
0: yes
2: <laughs> i got a shock in forehead <laughs> um i was uh you know you're definitely gonna hear some stuff from The Chronic 2001, just based off the fact that you got Dre, Eminem, and Snoop. Mm. I'm curious what we're going to hear with Kendrick and Mary J. Blige involved as well. And if they're going to branch out and maybe do a tribute to some other artist, something different. If there's going to be an, any other guests that just show up. Because uh, it's five people for that 15 minutes or so yeah. is a lot of people so it's definitely a lot of people is obi trice gonna come out <laughs> real name no gimmicks um are we gonna see pharrell uh-huh. i like i'm just thinking pharrell's produced songs for almost all of them with yeah. the exception of dre
1: good for so, him for getting his own career too like as yeah a, as a, a frontman.
2: yeah well and uh I I'm a big fan of uh nerd and as well, which Pharrell was a part of. Um Oh, and just real quick before we hop back into Seth Rogan, the reason why I don't like run the jewels or like they don't do it for me, is really just kill a mic. He's kinda of the I doesn't nah. Yeah, Q
1: tip is the one is like uh the uh the centerpiece for me and i was like I oh just... man i could listen i could listen to read me books all day <laughs> read me but ingredients maybe... on the back of this pop can sodium maybe... benzoate
2: <laughs> but citric you know acid I mean, maybe i just don't like atlanta based rappers i don't know <sighs> i'm trying to think like ti is okay at best uh, I mean, Outcast is okay. the best. <laughs> big, big Boy's Atlanta based. Big Boy's all right. And uh, for the
1: okay category, the best,
2: <laughs> T.I. from Atlanta. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, Peachtree
1: TV, thank
2: you. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, who else. So, you know, Outcasts like Andre3000, absolutely love, right? Uh, can't do anything wrong. Chris Cross was from Atlanta, I think. Uh, TLC are they from Atlanta <sighs> yeah maybe
1: um, the Atlanta Basswives uh, is a good show I don't know if there's any uh, waterfalls in Atlanta because uh, they're not chasing any so yeah Atlanta would be a good place to not chase waterfalls uh, um, oh, you
2: know what there's some good
1: ones there's some Outcast good ones. is from Georgia I'm pretty sure were those yeah. the ones that were yeah. hanging out the
0: left hand side of their best fin- friends ride trying to holler at you
2: yeah mm. mm-hmm. uh there's some no good rappers that are no also scrubs. crazy like i like i like bob the ob as a rapper uh mm. as a feature rapper he's a good feature rapper uh 21 savage pretty solid rappers from atlanta uh 2 chains black akon akon's from atlanta damn rick That's ross um awesome. <laughs> uh who else? Just trying to think if anyone else is jumping out. Looking at I'm looking at list Future. Uh fuck future. I can't stand future. I think he's doo doo. <laughs> uh, like a Drake ripoff. CeeLo Green. Uh Migos. So like uh Quavo and all those guys. Which is uh Gucci Atlanta has a decent amount, but like I'm going through, and I'm like, uh, nah, nah. Like, like of the all the lils, they they don't have Lil John. Maybe the best one. Like they have Lil Baby and Lil Yachty, Lil Nas X. None of that appeals. Anyways, I'm going down a tangent. Ludacris <laughs> is from Atlanta. Ludacris underrated wordplay. That's all I will say about that. Chalupa left, but uh
0: underrated wordplay. Was that the one that they were making fun of on 30 Rock? Ridiculous? Possibly.
2: Awesome. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: No, that's ludicrous.
2: Ludacris has uh I'm gonna read you while we wait for Chalupa to come back. Uh of uh, I'm gonna pull up uh some the uh, lyrics to this song real quick, and I'm gonna read you um, you kind of have couple, to wrap it at us. A Couple various things: boots and cats and boots uh, and cats, and cats and boots and cats and boots and private cats and boots. Private planes. Oh wait. Um, he's got lines like private planes. I'm on the jet, sun Like Elroy. Oh, that's a good. That's a he's good a, line. He's, he's a good. fan of Hanna Barbera. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, ch- ch-
1: ch- I like talking to you. Um,
2: um, uh, women. Oh, and yes, I stay high on that purple like Aladdin. Women say I talk more game than John Madden. <laughs> mm. uh, RIP right. John Madden. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so the 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 bar was this is music muscle mania my verses on steroids private planes i'm on the jet sun like elroy um yeah just some great bars in that song if I, and most people haven't heard of it it's last of a dying breed Ludacris and lil wayne Ludacris is from atlanta chalupa that's that's why i got to this does tom green <laughs> get the
0: respect he should as a rapper
1: Oh god! I wonder how you you know. I heard he's like homeless, living in a or living in a van in Ottawa. I bet he's having all kinds of fun right now. I hope so. Damn,
0: he's held it together as like a pretty cool guy so far. I think he's. uh, I don't know if he's just doing the van life thing or if he's broke as fuck. But uh, I've watched a few. Few of his like live streams where like he got wasted and then passed out. <laughs> People are like calling him to make sure he's okay.
2: Hmm. So um to touch on the Ottawa thing real quick, I keep sidetracking us before we delve in because <laughs> uh, I'm trying to record a whole other podcast. But my buddies and I had an interesting discussion. Uh, we because like. There's a couple guys in a group chat I'm in and they're very one. Like they always have to take opposite side of things and argue it out. I was like, no, hey, they can don't just like look at it from, from like, let's try to be as neutral as possible and see the ridiculousness that is happening in Ottawa from every angle. Yeah. And we came to some conclusions. Uh, it's sort of funny to see the absolute hypocrisy from people surrounding the protests. The same group of people claiming that looters didn't represent all BLM protesters are now saying that people with Nazi flags represent the Freedom Convoy. It's interesting to see that hypocrisy. I'm not supporting the Freedom Convoy, but that is a very interesting point if you think about it, because people are demonizing a whole group of people based off the actions of some, but then they defended a whole group of people protesting... Regardless of the actions of some, because the protests fit their narrative better.
0: Uh.
2: Mm-hmm. So, this is very, well, very interesting. I'm curious about oh, like been...
0: the symbolism used in that moment. If I looked over my shoulder and saw it, I would have a very visceral reaction. And I guess, like, yeah, the it always seemed like the people protesting uh, politely for the BLM stuff was during the daylight hours and they would go home and then the secondary group would come out you know it was uh it was kind of separated to a degree it wasn't all shoulder to shoulder it was a lot of what i was seeing
2: i mean i think it, it just depends on what like what m- what form of media you're watching it on and how mm-hmm. it gets represented from that yeah. standpoint because like uh just personal accounts back that I remember reading about sounded like a combination of horrifying, but then once again, like, ah, you know what? Uh, how long is peaceful protest going to work? Maybe riots and looting is necessary to get some action. Yeah. Right. So, you know, people, people were getting mad back when the BLM protests were happening. They were like, why can't they peacefully protest? Is like because they fucking peacefully protested for years and nothing's happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what what,
2: what, what the fuck do you mean, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, still, the the point it your point of uh, demonizing a whole group because of because of the actions of a smaller percentage of the group needs to be in perspective both ways. If you're going to try to cl- if I'm going to respect your opinion. Including all the uh, truckers
0: that aren't taking part in it. Like, it, it is like we're used to throwing these big blanket statements on everybody, which isn't exactly fair. One that I feel I can confidently say is looking at the artwork from these people, it is juvenile and shitty. And, like, <laughs> I wonder what that says about the group of people that are involved. Is like, are they. Not capable of using the left side of their brain. Like, do they not look at it and be like, "This looks no," so because bad. it's the left
2: side. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: that fucking tickled me. But I was looking at it. It's just like shitty clip art stuff that, like, no better than what I can do. But I, I was looking at it. I'm like, this just it looks bad.
1: Like, you, you can't the, have someone the funding come of in of and, the like, arts program from the uh, from the conservative or the. Uh, the right side of the uh, political spectrum isn't that much. So I'm totally um, surprised.
0: Brian, I don't Another know if I'm point. out of line and I, I just want to add this on to what you were saying. Cause we have had a religious talk in the past and like where I might be religious and you guys might be agnostic or atheist or something. Like we, we all come from different perspectives except for Christmas.
1: Except Fucking for Christmas. love those carols. Fuck
0: yeah, man. <sighs> love we're... that goddamn music. Side Sorry. I'm spiritual, way. not religious, but I'm gonna make me cry. Shut I the think fuck up. where we all get along is like we're right in the middle, and it's these far people on either side that don't realize that they're the fucking same. So it's mm. it, 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 it's these ideologues that either you've picked up the the left flag and you're gonna wave it really loud and proud and shout and scream, or you're gonna pick up the right and scream. And it's the same as the people that are strictly atheist and God doesn't exist, or rah, 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 and they feel the fucking need to say it all the time. Or the ones that say that God exists. Like it's it's all these yeah. people that are the fucking same and they just pick up whatever ideology they stumble across and they're not interested in an interesting conversation. Join my tribe. Join my
1: tribe. <laughs> Join yeah, my there's, tribe. there's there's not much for like the middle ground. It's like, okay, we're gonna either gonna eat you. It's like they're they're both cannibals. One's gonna boil you and then eat you, and the other one's just gonna eat you raw. Um yeah. well but like, yeah, I, I find that like, like communism and fascism different ide- ideologies but still you know you look at stalin you look at hitler both not very good people so <laughs> people both uh, not, uh, not very good people in the end and you know are those what the people are nowadays history no will no. tell i I, w- I would say the majority of them aren't there are a few uh that would fall under those uh those umbrellas that would be, you know, like from, from before, you know, and, and today too. Uh, but what, what, what's really bothering me is, like you're saying, Tim, is that people are shouting at you and it's like, no, you need to be on one side and one side only. And so that's where you're seeing these trucker convoy guys that are like, oh, yeah, we'll take in the neo-Nazis as well. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll grab them for support because we need the numbers. It's like, but do you agree with everything they have to say? Well, of course not. But we need <laughs> the numbers here. Uh, For this for this issue right now. And it just seems like it's more of a fuck you Trudeau campaign, which I'm all about, uh, opposed to like a mandate uh, Mm -hmm. campaign or anti-vax or all these other things. It's like everyone has their own narrative as soon as they get in there. It's like the South Park episode where it's like free hat, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we'll give we'll give a free hat to whoever." They're like, "No, we didn't want, want free hat. Like, you should be released from prison."
0: I am it's, I crazy uh, that like they yeah. didn't announce weeks before the convoy even started that the mandates were ending anyways? They're like, <laughs> like, and at uh, this entire time, even though I felt uncomfortable when I heard it because I've been defending the mandates and shit, I was like, "Well, these." entire time i've been saying i'm just going to follow what the government says and the doctors say now if the doctors and the government
2: government says yeah yeah the provincial government
0: they're all in ottawa
1: and like all the legislative in like edmonton and victoria and regina like they're all changing their things up not winnipeg because there's no uh there's no parliament there or, or legislative assembly it's only the a concentration last camp week, uh, headquarters.
0: My, last week my niece got uh covid. She was off of work for 5 days. My sister who tested negative but works for the federal government was off for 10. So the person that was actually covid positive was sent back into a school to work and the person that was working over the phone was told not to work for 10 days. I get the confusion over the, <laughs> the mandates. It's insane. But like, all I can yeah. do is continue to follow, right?
2: Well, this is where it gets down to also where it's a little tricky. A eh? is because they're legitimately like for the mandates that they're protesting, those are provincial and even to a degree municipal because there have been municipalities that have put in their own mandates uh, and set some additional rules. Also businesses. So, yeah. <laughs> private businesses businesses. yeah so it's definitely more of a fuck you trudeau campaign and i don't disagree with that uh (laughs) first off there was no good option in the last election uh as someone who typically floats like right in the middle agrees with some conservative policies and some liberal policies get like looks at the ndp and Gets tremors and looks at the PPC and gets tremors. Uh, it, it was one day. I inc- hope
1: the NDP are going to be an actual option. Bring back <laughs> it, Jack Layton.
0: Just... Oh my God.
1: No. I'd be all about that. I would vote for a zombie Jack Layton every day of the week over the last few uh, true potential leaders. They but... say that
0: if you're uh, uh, not a liberal in your 20s, you're a uh, fucking sociopath. If you're not a conservative in your thirties, you're a fucking idiot. And like, I can feel (laughs) that. And I want to like start drifting towards some of the conservatives, but like, we're starting to get this weird fucking backwards bigotry shit in there that i never thought was a part of Canadian politics where they're talking about fucking pray away the gay camps and uh, talking about, well, maybe we should look at women's rights and abortions. Like all I want is fucking lower taxes and money management how was that at all fucking tied together there
1: so there was an mp a little while ago that had a big video that was circulating and he's questioning um the real estate in canada and why it's so fucking high and like so much higher than other places like other big companies uh, countries in the in the world especially first world Uh, And I haven't really heard much of him since. (laughs) I'm wondering (laughs) if somebody got rid of him. Because it's like, that's what I want to get a trucker convoy for. That seems like a real issue. Sure, like we'll put the fuck you Trudeau campaign on the back burner right now. But we we got to get to this one. Why is a house that's
2: condemned in Mississauga worth like $1.2 million? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, When it comes down to Justin Trudeau, though how he's reacted and his initial reaction more so because he's come out and been a little bit better in his more recent speeches, but basically labeling anyone protesting as racist in his like original speech on it. Uh, and and, like saying that they basically shouldn't be protesting is kind of funny because I found this quote from Trudeau back during the, the farmer protests in India. I don't know if you guys remember it, it was a big thing. And Trudeau, this is his quote, I would be remiss if I didn't start by recognizing the news coming from India about the protests by farmers. The situation is concerning. Let me remind you, Canada will always be there to defend the rights of peaceful protesters. We believe in the process of dialogue. This is a moment for all of us to pull together. Now, if you read this and then, like, watch Trudeau's first speech in yeah. response to the convoy. It's just night. Once again, night and day, a completely different person. Uh, it, it's comedic. It's he's not good at looking up his own search history. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's <laughs> absolutely, he's absolutely a clown. And I and I know <laughs> this
0: is because of the news that I'm filtering through myself, but I'm hesitant to, to label all of this as peaceful protests. Like, the, the horn honking uh, through all hours of the night is fucking terrible. Like, the the loss of jobs for the people at the malls. Like, I I get that it is non-violent. Or oh, just
1: the disrespect to the city, too. Like, yeah. parking at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, Uh, you know, uh, disgracing the Terry Fox statue. Uh, the yeah. list goes on and on. To,
0: to say that and it again, is a violent and protest? And again, in oh, an yeah.
1: echo chamber of the of the nation's capital and not a provincial capital at the legislative assembly or legislative building part of me and that is what's pissing me off you want to talk about freedoms that are being denied go to alberta where they t- took away a lot of freedoms of protest yeah where yeah. they mainly put those <laughs> in place for natural resources and the movement of natural resources sure they they kind of used that as well because people were protesting and uh you know uh, assaulting and abusing people at hospitals recently because they were covid patients and like oh, frontline frontline front workers that were being abused and assaulted going to work that was a thing too so they kind of used that and like hey like you put this in place for natural resources to be protected what about these people at these buildings it's like oh, okay yeah i guess so i guess we should tell those people not to you know abuse our frontline workers so that's a thing and it's just like yeah where was the fucking protest there none because it was for natural resources it was for timber it was for coal it was for oil so mm-hmm. no we can't protest or roadblock uh, you know, timber, uh, uh, lumber routes or oil and gas lease sites, or anything like that. We can't protest those locations. We can't occupy those locations. It's illegal. We will be put in prison. Oh, but but if we, you know, uh, that that's not that's not impeding our our you know our freedoms because it's pro oil, it's pro natural resources. A small tribe oh, of oh, natives but you, up I, north. But you're telling me.
0: Pardon me Tim a small tribe of natives up north blocking a bridge so that the surveyors can't come in so they can uh, start laying out the framework for the Yeah, that's pipeline. illegal in Alberta. And then fucking militarized police forces showing up picking up yep. reporters driving them 3 or 4 hours out of town and dropping them off with no means yep. of getting back there so that they could do whatever they're going to do without question.
1: That's in British Columbia? Um I don't I don't like I've seen that same thre- uh that uh, Reddit thread video. That's in British Columbia, not in Alberta. But mm-hmm. I, I do agree. And that's kind of fucked up. Um, and then you also go on with, you know, different narratives of, of protest as well. Or, you know, like, oh, my rights, my freedoms. Oh, you can't make me. It's my body. You can't make me wear a mask. Okay. Are you the same person that shouts out, uh, you know, <laughs> a pro pro life, not pro choice?
0: Well, I'm curious about that. Oh, like my
1: you- body, my rights. Fuck you.
0: Okay but we live within a society that demands that we have to give up certain freedoms. I can't just throw trash on my fucking front lawn. I can't have a fire pit in my backyard, let alone a fire, unless I'm licensed. Like within a society, don't you have to give up a certain level of freedom to be free? Is that insane?
1: There's a a judicial judicial uh, system in place for many, many reasons. If you have a problem with it, take it to your MP, take it to your mayor, take it to the town council.
2: There, there is definitely a concern of of the loss of social responsibility with uh, with stuff like this, and I absolutely agree. Uh, that was my like, kind of you touched on. The last point that we really that we really handled hammered, hammered home on the hypocrisy side is uh, it's my body, my choice. With vaccinations, is fine, but then some of those same people are also saying uh no you can't get an abortion it's a life (laughs) Uh it's not it's not it's not your body it's not your choice even if it's your body (laughs) it's like well wait a second so with a vaccination it's my body my choice but then it's not her choice it's very uh once again it's just picking and choosing what works for you which is selfish and just Completely hypocritical and oh my God. tone deaf, absolutely yeah. tone deaf.
0: Tagging on to that, then, and what both you guys are saying, then, what's the Venn diagram of the people protesting in Ottawa right now versus the ones that were up shit up? Uh, upset and batshit crazy over the natives blocking roads during the uh the, oh god just yeah just pre-pandemic it's, it's, like early pandemic
1: <laughs> this isn't a freedom convoy it's a privilege
2: and entitlement convoy and well, that's the thing so this is where it gets a little interesting though is my my wife is from caledonia ontario which is right where the i know I've got right where the from six there. nations reserve is right mm-hmm. so yeah. uh if you know anyone from caledonia ontario they have a very testy relationship with the natives there any non-native person <laughs> as long as they're able to get smokes cheap there everyone's yeah. happy um but the natives <laughs> constantly show, like block roads as part of protest New homes yeah. are getting built. They don't like where homes are getting built. They they block roads. They kill power lines. It's very effective forms of protest. I'm not saying they shouldn't be protesting, uh, but it's some of the same people that are condemning these trucks for blocking roads should, are saying, basically, that no one should be blocking roads when protesting. They're like. Uh, roads are vital etc etc well then tell me about the native protests that happen in caledonia like once or twice a year where they block highway six and you make everyone go like 30 40 minutes out of their way to try to get around because like there's very little routes in that area tell me tell me how you feel about that well that's fine okay well that's interesting so what you're saying is they can't block the roads because you don't like the reason why they're blocking <laughs> roads no yeah. they can't block roads it's yeah. it's very it, to me well, they're it's cheating just, you can't do that it's just yeah like i just want consistency just be consistent and if you get caught being like oh shit i didn't think of that just say I didn't even think about that. Maybe that changed my opinion. Don't fight it to the death. Like you don't need to die on your sword here. (laughs) There's a lot
1: of people when I have conversations with, and this is why I don't like getting into like bigger debates like this too, is that one people have a hard time saying, you know, I'm not really all informed in that. I don't have any credible resources, references, or like you know anything like that. (laughs) So that they always say, no, I don't really know that much. This is my opinion on it, though. And mm-hmm. then that way, if they if they have an opinion, the the opinion isn't something to, to you know, uh, fall on your sword on. It's to be like, well, this is my opinion. Therefore, an opinion leaves, uh, to me, an open ending where you can be influenced. If you've yeah. presented more information, that can sway your judgment or your opinion. It can give you another opinion. Also, people have a hard time saying, you know what? I, I'm wrong exactly and that's you know and like there I think it's an older thing um, where a lot of people use would would be a bit, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong um, but I find that the older generations you know not not, not not our grandparents but you know before and maybe some of our parents and stuff would admit it's like you know what I didn't really think about it that way. I'm wrong because of all the new information they're getting nowadays and the new different way of, uh, way of looking at certain things. Like let's just say like uh, things they didn't really think about uh, a lot of people didn't think about back then, like the, the trans issue um, uh, climate change. I don't think that was in our, our parents' uh, curriculum or school <laughs> when they were growing up. So like now they're getting all this new information. So either you have the hard stubborn, it's like, Nope, fuck that. Or you have like, well, you know, maybe that is a thing. And I think that there are a lot of people that are uh, older generation that are kind of going that way. But I think the young generation is just so intimidated about being wrong because there's so much information. It's like, no, 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 no but I saw this, but I saw this. I read yeah. that drinking a bottle of wine in a day, uh, you know, is the equivalent of going to the gym for 30 minutes. And it's like, well, I don't know. You need to check your resources more. It's hey, <laughs> fil- uh,
0: Feeding back into an old podcast, Kevin Smith and Dogma. It's like, well, you don't know about God, you don't know about religion, you just can have a pretty good idea. Just have an idea. You, you, there's, Ideas there's can change. A belief in an idea. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just yeah. let things change. Like you just have yeah. an idea. Don't don't get so stagnant. Don't think you're so smart 100%. that you can't it, like accept new information. Like.
1: Yeah. No, 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 and like, not many people are that smart, you know. You hear no, it and like, a yeah, heart. maybe you heard it from somebody that did a little bit of research or a journalist or something like that. But at the same time, there might be somebody with more insight and more intel. It's like when I tell people about brewing, and they're like, oh, you know a lot. I'm like, I don't really know a lot, you know, and like, oh, you're a brewmaster. No, I'm not. I'm a <laughs> guy that started home brewing with my dad at like eight years old because he needed extra help. And he didn't really know all that much about it either. It's just I can tell you that this happens and this happens. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you exactly what the yeast is doing. I can't ex- exactly tell you what the pH of this is, and like why um, you know a higher pH beer uh, at this stage in uh, the brewing process will most likely be a hazier beer in the final product. I can't tell you why that's a thing, but I can tell you like that's been the result so far. Yeah. So <laughs> like. <laughs> get get your try to try to get as much information as possible if you're going to provide if you're going to be um you know protesting that's all i'm saying
2: agreed absolutely sorry sorry no i think uh you know it's important that we even though this is a seth rogan podcast i think it's important that we discuss current events as they happen right can we get seth rogan on here and get (laughs) him to share his information Everyone just mm. needs to smoke a little bit more weed and be uh, uh, a lot happier. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, so I'm not sure
1: but I was just going to say it's like this is our this is our trick to have a political podcast is to say <laughs> we're doing <laughs> we're doing movies and pop culture and stuff like that.
0: I think that we should reintroduce this then jump right into Seth Rogen uh cuz we could be just like hit an et- hour. Yeah.
1: This could be an after hours segment, but we'll just, <laughs> yeah, we'll flip this at the end. We'll, we'll greet people right after we roll the credits, and then all of a sudden, and this is our banter on Ottawa.